Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories presents the Pay-Per-View War Stories. And this week we're doing WCW Slambury 1999. We're here because Ric Flair's a madman. (laughs) And we have maybe the weirdest match ever of a valet versus a referee for a reinstatement of a Hall of Famer. Who's already wrestled on TV twice? Reinstated? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Flair's weird. Flair's weird. We have have a (laughs) historic match of Goldberg versus Sting on a two-week build-up. So let's get into it, guys. There's reasons for that. There's reasons. So let's get into it. But first, let me introduce you to your no-so crew, your favorite two-man power trip, and the no-so living legend. First, you know, this man is one thing and one thing only. He's a good brother. The human wrestling database, Corey Mack. What's up, good brothers? Good to, uh, good to see you, I guess, as Ooh. things go. Not the first time I've seen you today. Yeah, it's true. So, But, uh, you know, we're here. It's, it's slambery. It's, um, it's slamming. There's not a lot of good brothers on the show. There's a couple. I'll point them out. Okay. Uh, the No Cell Living Legend, Mike Weeble. Hi, everybody. And I am your host, Joseph Lussell. Slambury, 1999. We're in St. Louis, Missouri. We're in the TWA Dome. Yep. Corey. Yeah. How do we get here? Um, creative has gone ape shit crazy the last <laughs> month. Um, it's really any semblance of, of the WCW that we knew and loved ended at Spring Stampede. And it's been one crazy roller coaster ride since then. Um, even though DDP won his the world title at Spring Stampede, he's now a two-time champion already. Um, as he lost it for about two hours, one Monday, <laughs> which was the first indication that something had gone majorly wrong. Uh, we have Flair and Piper again. Yikes. We have Sting and Goldberg because they were desperate to get something on this pay-per-view that somebody might want to buy. And um, shit's gone crazy. That's all I can say. Yeah. Really, shit just went nuts. Does Nash still have the book? Still still yes, have the book? Nash yes. still has the book. Nash is a book holder for a while. Yeah, he's while. got it through August, September. Until yeah. something else happens? Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Uh-oh. Oh, my uh, my iPad decided to uh, start deleting my things I need. Oh, so yeah, just make it up. Uh, I will. So I'll, I will make up the <laughs> attendance that uh, actually went to the show. Twenty thousand five hundred sixteen. And see that that's that the sounds good. That sounds good. The thing is, <laughs> the thing is, um, during one of the matches we'll talk about in a little bit, uh. You realize that, you know... I'm live. He's live. <laughs> He's, uh, that half the arena's being used. Fuck it, we'll do it live. So. Yeah, no, uh, well, you know, I was gonna say, that's actually pretty good attendance, considering the product we've seen. Um, not good attendance for the... For a dome. dome that they've decided to use. The, for the nitro they used four months ago. Which almost sold it out. Yeah, which almost sold it out. <laughs> oh, how times can change. How times can change. And this man, this man has Goldberg is saying, people are like... Nah, nah. <laughs> we'll use half the well, arena. I guess 
I guess I can bring it up here. It's fine. It is Mother's Day, which is a tough sell, I think, for a lot of mothers. I don't know. There's There's been a lot of pay-per-views on Mother's and Father's Day. Um, Father's Day, I guess I get. Mother's Day is it's a tougher sell, I think, G- generally yeah. speaking. Hmm. So let's get into this paper. Uh, first, we start with, with a slamboree. Basically, it's a rundown of every match that we're having tonight. It's the promo that they did at the end of Thunder. You mean the main event? The main event of Thunder, <laughs> yeah. Uh, commentary is Tanae, Bobby, and uh, Tony. And the Fonz, you mean? And the Fonz. <laughs> uh, question. Yeah. So they start the show with all, all three commentators, and it's Tanae, Tony, and Bobby. But for some reason, and I don't know why, but WCW decides to put the wrong names under the wrong people. Again, that's... But then they switch it. Hey, at least they found it. WCW, everybody. Yeah, get used to that. In fact, they could name every pay-per-view for the next two years. WCW, everybody. It blo- you know what's funny about that, though? is It's like a, it's a WCW thing for years. Like, if you watch old Great American Bash from 90, they the never same shit right. happens. They never got it right. You're just like, that's definitely not Sting, but okay. It doesn't surprise, it doesn't <laughs> like, surprise me that, that the main producer for WCW <laughs> went on to produce TNA for years. Because those things are very, very present in TNA shows for years. Oh, moving it, on. I didn't know that. <laughs> it, it's one, it's, Who is it? I can't remember his name. God, I have to look uh, it up. But. Is it Craig Leathers? Yes, that's oh, it. That's it, it. Is. Yeah, Craig Leathers. I was like, who does Shivani hate Craig Leathers? There it is. It's just one of those things of... Uh, <laughs> but then it's just... Uh, to me, it's like, why don't you do that at Uncensored? You know what I mean? Like, Because you start off with like Mike Tanay's under Bobby Heenan, and then it switched to him. I'm like... But why at Slamboree are we doing the uh, let's fake around the names? Ha, ha, ha. Oh, I don't think it was on purpose. I think <laughs> oh. it was a, oh, we fucked up. Let's, let's fix that real we quick. We can fix it, yeah. Yeah. And also, you know what? It's so disorganized. The producers might have got it right. The fucking announcers could have sat in the wrong chair. Yeah. Although, Tony's always in the middle, so it really shouldn't have come as a surprise. And, like, when you're looking at it, you know, like, Tanae's on the right. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're all, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it, it, it's been like that for three, like, for f- the past three years. But, you know, WCW, everybody. Uh, let's cut to the uh, stage for uh, Mean Gene as he's pubbing his hotline. Uh, big news is happening throughout the wrestling world. Any idea, Corey? Big news around this time? Yes. But I can't get into it uh, right now. Spoilers. Well, it entails um, next week's show. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, uh, that's just a tease. We'll talk about it on Nitro tomorrow. No. (laughs) Maybe. We'll find out. (laughs) More Uh, like we'll talk about it on the next next pay-per-view war story. Which I can't wait to break that down for you at the end of Raw. Uh, yeah, yay. yeah. So let's go to our first match of the night, shall we? It's a three-way tag match for the WCW Tag Team Championship as it's Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko with Arn Anderson versus Saturn Raven versus Kidman and Ray Mysterio Jr. The glue that has really held the shows together mm-hmm. the last month. Uh, uh, what the fuck was Ray wearing? What the fuck? <laughs> fuck was that? FUBU. I don't know. Just, just wait until the next couple months. Oh my god. Uh, match starts <laughs> with commentary bringing up the trust issues with Kidman and Ray. However, 
they're walking down the arena hugging and smiling. I think the trust issues are out the window now. I think that storyline was dropped. Yeah. Um, mostly because another one's about to start. Is that the uh, one where Ray apparently can't fit his tights anymore, so he's going to wear baggy ass overalls. Who It's a three-way. Um, <laughs> so this match is a triple threat match. Each team has one member... In the ring. I was kind of confused. I was confused match. by this from I the like beginning. It. I like it. I liked I the it. idea. I don't know if they executed it well. <laughs> it was, I was, excuse me. Yeah. I, I liked it, and but like I, you could only tag in your partner. You can only Again, tag I liked in, it. you can Again. only tag in your partner. However, a lot of them did lucha move, m- rules and yeah, they, they, they rolled they under rolled like, out, all right, we're in. going in. I have no problem with any of that though. Cause it was unique and it was like, God, this is how three-way tag matches should be. <clears throat> you want to win the match. So why would you tag in? Another team. I think that like, never made sense to me. And to yeah. me, never, I think honestly, I think if they just not bothered explaining and just had the match play out, I think it actually would have worked out well for better for me, anyways. Yeah, I was just trying to like combine what the announcers told us was supposed to happen, what was happening in the ring, and I was discombobulated. Yeah, and, I was thrown off for a little bit too, uh, but I think my, I paid more attention once Saturn tossed Kidman over the top rope, and Kidman just like, I'm not <laughs> supporting myself, right on the concrete, like, oh, you're like you're going to feel that later. I was distracted during this match by something completely different, but we'll go about it as the match progresses. Okay. Uh, Tony, uh, Tanae's the one that brings up that you can only tag in your t- own tag partner. And Tanae, uh, Tony's like, where the hell did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> Tanae has a different format than yeah. Tony. <laughs> well, he's on Thunder now, so he doesn't get the, the heads up. He doesn't get the Iggy. Ooh. Tanae called the hotline. Tony didn't. To hear Mean Gene talk about it. Well, so. <laughs> uh, Kidman goes for a flying headset. Um, headset? Oh. A flying headset? You might want to duck those. Yeah, I mean to duck those. Uh, flying. What was it? Head, head scissors? Head scissors. Yeah, my, uh, my uh, iPad auto-corrected me on Benoit, but Benoit moves on. So Kidman instantly gets up. Uh, no sells it. Uh, Malenko tosses Mysterio up to the top rope, and Ray somehow steadies himself on the top rope to hit a moonsault. That's a cool move. Uh, Saturn tries to do a cross body to the outside on people, and he was a little short. Just on four people. Just a bit. I mean, when I think Lucha, I think Perry Saturn. Uh, there's, parts this, there's parts of this match that the horsemen control the entire ring by attacking, everybody, attacking Saturn, who's in the ring. But keeping everybody else out, I liked it. I think it helped shows that the horsemen are more experienced in the mat, being a tag team and being able to dominate the other two. Um, Saturn puts Kidman on the ropes and does a springboard splash to the outside. Then Benoit does it right after, like back to back. Saturn bumps into Benoit, and Saturn takes a second uh, to take the bump to the rope. So he like hits him, and the Saturn's like. Huh? Whoa! Falls back. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <clears throat> Saturn wasn't on tonight. Saturn joined an improv class. <laughs> uh, so this was a triple threat match. However, I felt like it could have been a fit or four-way in a moment because Ray tries to get in the ring and the ref tells him to get out. However, the ref punches Ray. <laughs> Whoa. I also think somewhere Raven got hurt. Because if you notice that way, at one point he's uh, not on the apron but on the outside looking in pain. Yeah, and then he knows he's supposed to do a spot, so he gets up, makes the tag, 
does like two moves, then immediately tags an, an aggressively winded Saturn back in. Because he's like laying and, against you know, the apron. And like, they're talking to each other as the tag is going. Mm-hmm. So I think Raven's like, man, I'm hurt. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> mark this date down yep. on your calendars. May 9th. May 9th. May 9th. 1999. As Dean Malenko hit a goddamn powerbomb on Kidman. See, that's what Now, that's some bullshit. I missed that it. That did not fucking happen. I missed that. You know why I missed that? You're going to laugh. No. You motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, the other day, mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're hanging out. We're over here. And you fight without saying what it was. You guys just go, Malenko, that son of a bitch. And I didn't know what you were talking about. Yep. So I spent the whole match focused on Malenko, <laughs> trying to figure out what he does. Did I miss the power? I didn't, he powered on Kidman? Yes, he did. Missed he it. Did. Missed it. Yep. Yep. Missed it, ironically, looking for Malenko to do something. <laughs> yep. uh, so, God damn uh, it. Yep, mine's all in caps with four exclamation points. I was like, that motherfucker powerbomb Kidman. Um, if I'd have never my, heard you fuckers say Malenko, I'd have caught that. Mine, mine are all caps <laughs> with like six exclamation points. Yeah. I thought he like shot on somebody or something. I'm like, what the fuck did Malenko do? No, I'm Malenko like, hit like the, watching <laughs> him the whole match. Malenko he just hit shot the power on bomb. decency, yeah. you know. Shot on the rules of wrestling, but you know, whatever, uh, I guess. wonder if he had to go to wrestler's court for that. <laughs> I think there's who a... Who runs wrestler's court in WCW? God damn. Who, can you imagine who would? Who the fuck is... Because it's, <laughs> it's Taker in WWF. Who the fuck does it in WCW 99? You just, you just bring a lot of pot and, and beer to Kevin Nash, and he does whatever Jesus. you want. Brother. Yeah. Oh, God. Can you mention Judge Hogan? I can oh, be I can be fuck. a judge with one leg, brother. The, uh, the black man did it. Guilty. Yeah. Guilty. Yeah. Guilty. Uh, Benoit has Kidman in a uh, pinning formation. Like a back suplex, and Ray comes in and sweeps the leg. That was cool. That was good. The, that was I love that spot. I was like, that was awesome. That was that was like, it's like sweep the leg. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Malenko goes for another power bomb on Kidman, but he reverses it. This yeah. one, I saw. I think maybe this was a make good. It was, yeah. He was like, you know, I, I didn't mean to power bomb you earlier. And Kim was like, bro, we don't do that here. Uh, Kidman tosses Mysterio up. up in the air onto Benoit for a super hurricane run. They try to do it again on Saturn, but however, he reverses it into a super power bomb. Arn gets in the ring and hits a spine buster on Saturn. However, Saturn kind of bumps into Malenko as he's trying to duck the clothesline. Yeah. It just didn't look right. Malenko didn't move out the fucking way in time. During all of this is happening, the ref's distracted for some reason. Uh, Malenko has Saturn in the cloverleaf. I think he was talking to Raven. At this point. Yeah. Okay. Because he was checking. That's where I, I was like, I think Raven's fucking right. That's where I caught it. Yep. I was like, oh, that's weird. Uh, Kidman goes to the top rope, but someone in a sting mask and a DDP t-shirt trips Kidman. <laughs> I was like, the sting mask bit is still going still. on. <laughs> Raven then hits a super even flow from the top rope. I was so, I wouldn't take that. For oh. the for, uh, And covers him. We have Saturn in the submission and Raven making the cover as the ref counts. One, two, three. I think he did a good job of looking both ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was cool. So your new WWE Tag Team Champions, Raven and Saturn, this match went 17 minutes and 28 seconds. Who's the Mr. Guy, Joe? The Mr. Man gets back up on the apron, rips off the Sting mask, and it's Canyon. Who better than Canyon? This kid in the front row is better than Canyon. I mean, no. Um, who better than Canyon? Uh, no, it was, I was good to see. I was happy to see him back. I was like, cool, man. And I liked the idea that, ooh, you know what? He's. They didn't say anything, but the first thing I thought was, ooh, three man team. And he's like perpetually like linked around this group. So, it, so it makes sense. And then the second thought is, 
ooh, after seeing Raven in this match, it's a good thing this might be a three-man team. <laughs> yeah. Um, but hey, new champs. Uh, again, the belts are monstrously big for whoever holds them. I mean, mm, yeah. Raven is not a small guy. No. But this thing, like, dwarfed him. Uh, over, I enjoyed this match for it was. The crowd was super behind Ray and Kidman. Oh, a little, super old. Yeah. A little behind Raven and Saturn. Uh, but like, no, yeah, tr- yeah, yeah, Ray and Kidman had the... Uh, they had the... It was like 80... And Ray and Kidman. Hate the horsemen. And nobody 20, won, nobody, and won, the nobody won the horsemen. Loud horsemen sucks chance throughout the match. Felt like they kept Ray and Kidman tamed. For this match, I think they did. Ray didn't do much well, in the ring, too. I, I think you don't want to overshadow the new champs. You want to yeah. like get, let them get their shine, I think. Um, I didn't mind Ken getting involved. Like you guys said, it links all three men. Yeah. Uh, Corey, what'd you give the your star rating? For I gave this? this three and a half. It was a really good opener. I thought it was strong. I was a little worried that it would be the best thing on the show. We'll see how that works out. Um, but strong start. Well, a right. little behind the scenes. So when I write my notes down, I always write. When the match starts, I always write who I think wins the match. I wrote like I wrote like Ray Kidman defeat blah 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 blah. I went because I have to see if I get it right or not. Yeah. So it's interesting to see that. It's like oh, I was not. I did not expect him to win at all here. Yeah. I honestly, I picked. Uh, I thought Ben Juan Malenko would win. Yeah, I mean they're they're doing a good job of making the tag titles mean something again. Mm-hmm. And usually, I'm not a fan of hot shotting titles. And this is like the the. Th- Second title change. And the th- this is the third set of champions in like you know five weeks, mm-hmm. but I haven't minded it. It's been a competitive division with all three teams. No one has stood out, so it's like this is a thing where any two of these teams get in. You're like any team could win at any given time. It's very much like the early days of the cruiserweights. Yeah, we're like I mean it would make sense. They all know each other. They've yeah. wrestled a bunch, so I'm interested to see where this goes. I like I like this so far. It's I mean, with how fucking terrible. And slap shotted, <laughs> haphazardly done that tournament was. They've made the tag titles mean something again. That's fucking amazing in this company at this so, time. So, because that tournament was garbage. Yeah. Do you think, like, after it was done, people were like, we gotta, we gotta be better about that? That was god awful. We have to, like, try. Yeah. On with these I, belts. I, I think it's like, wow, you know, we. <laughs> like, didn't. especially somebody like Arn, like, no, we're not doing that shit. We didn't take that seriously this? at all. Like, uh. <laughs> whew. Uh, do you wanna know what the, uh,. Dark match was? Sure. Yes. Dale Tor- Torberg. God damn it. Defeated Johnny Swinger. The Swingman! <laughs> yeah! Uh, All right, Daddy. Uh, well, I know the Dale name. Um, he was the Kiss Demon eventually. Ah, uh, okay. Was he like a conditioning coach in May of Baseball? Or? So we go from that to a montage of DDP, what they've been showing us on Nitro and Thunder. So let's go to our next match as it's Stevie Ray with Vince and Horace versus Conan. Yeah. This uh, felt like a thunder match oh, and at, a half. At best. Like each end like all the NWO members get involved at one point. Conan tries to leapfrog Stevie Ray, but Conan couldn't get Conan over him. Conan should stop doing that because yeah. he keeps fucking it up. So the NWO is attacking. Conan, and then Rey Mysterio Jr. then runs down, slides into the ring, and uh, Rey takes out Horace and Vincent, and then goes to the top rope and jumps on the shoulders of Stevie Ray, and then Stevie Ray stumbles into Conan as he makes a roll-up for the one, two, three. But the funniest part is Rey gets up, runs directly in front of the rep as he's distracted by the NWO members on the outside, the ref turns left as 
Ray is doing a baseball slide to the outside. <laughs> Hello. I mean, kind of like the production snafus. This has been a WCW thing from day one. Yeah. Can't really, like, they just didn't surprise me at all. I was like, okay. I mean, the ref could hand him the chair and they were like, I didn't <laughs> see it. <laughs> um, but wow, Ray back at her already. Uh, and you said Conan shouldn't try those high flying moves anymore, huh? Yeah. It's almost like he thought he should probably be in a team with someone who could do those. It's probably like he took a look at that Kidman Ray team and said, hey, it'd be a shame if something, something happened to that happened. team and maybe one of you was replaced with, uh, I don't wanna... know, me. Ooh. <laughs> that couldn't be it. Uh, <laughs> time of this match went 6-10. Uh, it 6-10 felt like, too long. It felt like 12 minutes. This felt was like terrible. Too damn long. God, dude. Um, I'm honestly surprised that Ray comes out and helps Conan for... The, you know, it was, you a, know, it was an audible. The crowd was like, what? It was dead. Let me ask the, you a question. Who looked worse in this match? Conan. Conan. I, right? I thought, okay, I don't know if it's a revelation. I'm not going to say he's you know great, but I am going to say, I remember Stevie Ray being the dirt worst. Same just, here. Just yeah. thinking. And I remember I'm, listening to early versions of this podcast, yeah. and you'd be like, why the, f- what? The Stevie Ray fucking sucks. And on, on rewatch? He's not that bad. He he really isn't. He's not Booker. He's a serviceable worker, right? right? He is. He's and like he's a big dude who can do some who can do some good things. He was easily the best worker in this match, like by a lot. Yeah, and wasn't like, close. So that's not the Stevie Ray I remember watching. That it's and funny how when you're a kid, you're just. Doing I mean, so I apparently had never have never seen good Conan because this is mostly the Conan that I know. Yeah. So I'm like, this is bad Conan. Was he good at some points? He was like, Jesus, fuck. He was a... <laughs> he was Jesus? He was a legend in Mexico. He was like the Hulk Hogan of Lucha Libre in the early 90s. Man, but I don't I haven't seen a lot of that shit. That's, that's gone. <laughs> so, a real quick side story yeah, on that. Yeah. In 1994, Jake the Snake Roberts and Conan sell out the L.A. Coliseum for AAA. 16,000 plus. There was no TV in L.A. for, for Lucha Libre, for AAA. Mm-hmm. But that, those two, it was so hot, and he was so hot that they they sold that place out. How was the Jake Roberts Conan match? How, how was that? I imagine sloppy. It that was hair versus hair too. Oh Jesus! And Jesus Jake Christ. made sure because and plus, Jake. um, to be perfectly honest with you, <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you, Mexican wrestling promotions can much like Mexican drug cartels can be a little shady. <laughs> yeah. And Jake knew this. So Jake had a young guy with him, a young wrestler, and he demanded to get paid up front, mm-hmm. got the money, gave it to the dude. The dude hung out in Jake's car with the doors locked and a gun in his hand Ooh. for the entire show Damn. to make sure they didn't try to get the money back. Right. Then Jake does the job, gets his head shaved, goes straight to the car and leaves. Doesn't shower, doesn't change gear. Damn. Straight to the car and gone. Amazing. Because they knew... Stick around any longer. Someone's coming for that money. Yeah, that money may not be there. Damn. So we move on, on to Coke. we Probably move on. Did. We move on to a Kevin Nash montage. No. A lot of montages for the main events on this card. Like uh, pay per views already bought, guys. Like, you don't yeah, we we're, we're already watching it, guys. We're already watching. Uh, Maybe we they get, have to pay Mean Gene by word, so they got rid of all the promos, which is these video packages. <laughs> what a well, contract. Then, then we go to <laughs> WCW.com. Uh, they're talking with Rick Steiner. Rick says that he knows Booker T knows that Steve Ray has come out and helped him. 
the crew uh, and the uh, the crew and Rick get into an argument. They tell was this Mark Madden? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they tell Rick that he's estranged to his brother, and Rick's like, "How are they strange? They're brothers." Jesus Christ! This dude's a teacher, <laughs> right? A principal. I saw a Mark Madden quote this morning that made me laugh, though. When they were talking about where the Blue Jays might play, and there's talk to PNC, mm-hmm. and he's like, "That's great. All the city needs is two shitty baseball teams." <laughs> oh. That's right, Pittsburgh. We suck. <laughs> then we get a montage of Sting. Of course. Why not? Then we go back. That's like a lot of not doing much. <laughs> then we go backstage with Bam Bam going to the ring, and then DDP shows up, and they chit chat. You can't hear any. DDP slaps him on the back, wishing him like luck. Feuding two weeks but ago. But he's wearing that damn belt backwards. Heard that. Heard that. Let's go to our next match. It's such a pretty belt. As it's a hardcore match. God damn it. Of Bam Bam Bigelow versus better in shape Brian Nobbs. Well. Uh, First off, Nobbs steals Bam Bam's theme music, so not having any. I I, I noticed that. I'm like, wait, he's had theme music every Nitro. Now he just doesn't have The match is now a Falls Count Anywhere. Okay. Uh, They hit each other. not before? No. No. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, they hit each other with the cooking sheets, trash cans, chairs. Nobbs almost throws a chair into the crowd as he gets tripped up, and he flies to the outside. Uh, it's like Lesnar with the door. Yeah, we get to watch <laughs> Nobbs struggle. That should not have been thrown that far. That was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. uh, they show uh, Nobbs, the, like a dented uh, trash can. We get to watch Nobbs struggle to try to get it outside of the ring. Uh, Nobbs tries to hit Bam Bam with a trash can, but Bam Bam blocks it with a uh, server's tray and then hits Nobbs with the tray. Are you trying to insinuate that Jerry Sags might have been the worker of the team? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's not a good team. For some no. reason, for some reason, for tonight, the sounds of the pans being hit were so much louder tonight. They were all individually mic'd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nobbs tries to attack Bam Bam, but he tries to jump over the cart that brought that they brought all the weapons to it. So basically he trips into the car and he sells it as he was trying to. Oh, God damn it. Nothing's holding him back. Uh, Nobbs throws Bam Bam into the car and then Nobbs uh, tries to do, in, tries to do like a, a uh, cartwheel into the Bam Bam. But he misses. Like, I... <sighs> God. God damn it. Uh, Nobbs gets thrown into the WCW.com area, which, once again, it surprises me that the WCW.com table is on the other side of uh, the announced crew on the outside. So there's stage, like, outside so people can see them. Mm-hmm. It keeps blowing my mind when you see that. I'm like, and that audio in 99 had to be fucking horrible with all that noise. Right. It had to be so terrible. Uh, they, uh, for, then they begin to fight at a merch area. Mm-hmm. Was that a legit merch? Yeah, back in the day, they used to have a little merch stand like, like, okay. in the crowd, so you didn't always have to go to the fucking... I've, I've seen them. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, they, it's, it's not a thing anymore, but... I mean, it would, it's like they, had, they would have, like, NWO's thing in Goldberg shirts. Like, you're, it's not a big selection. Yeah, like, I mean, it was, like, just if you happen to be, in, like, inside the arena, and mm-hmm. you really want that NWO shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, they fight behind a curtain, so they're heading, looks like, backstage, and then you can want, this is the spot where you can see that WCW is only using... Half the arena. Yep. Not a good sight to see. Probably should have told him, don't go back here. Uh, Nobbs puts Bam Bam on a table. Nobbs climbs into the fans and tries to jump onto Bam Bam. 
but Bam Bam falls off the table, but Nobs overjumps the table and still lands on Bam Bam. And then Bam Bam suplexes Nobs through the table for the win. This match went 11-29. What do you give it, Corey? Well, since you never asked me what I gave the other match either. A dud? No. I'll tell you. Both, since they're the same grade. I gave both Conan and Stevie Ray and this affair one star. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. That opening match was good. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) This match had moments. However, you can just tell both men were gassed. Well, yeah. But Brian Nobbs is in better shape than Bam Bam. That's what they tell me. I mean... Define better shape. He is a more pronounced shape. He's more... Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Uh, We get a TV title promo as it's montages of Stevie Ray helping Booker T, Booker T and Rick Steiner getting into it. And this is leading to our next match, a TV title match, Rick Steiner versus Booker T. Um... There's a spot in this match. I don't know if you guys caught. Booker T goes for like a roundhouse kick, and then he stops, and then he lifts his leg up and kicks That's Rick weird. in the gut. He like he does a full spin with their leg in the air, sets it down, and he goes, "Oh crap! I forgot to kick you." I think he forgot what he was supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, the crowd. Was I thought Rick might not have been in perfect position, but I don't know. I Should, don't know. Probably likely. Uh, the crowd was dead for this match, and I think it's because of more of the chaotic way the last match ended. I think it's also the dirty little secret nobody wants to admit in the wrestling world. Face versus face matches don't get over. Nope. No, they don't. They just don't. Well, there's a spot on if you guys got it that the book T's in the corner and you can hear him yell, choke me. Uh-huh. And then Rick chokes him. Uh, Steiner focuses on. I thought I heard choke me daddy, but I'm not sure. Rick focuses on uh, Booker T's neck. So there's a lot of headlocks in this match. Good. Good. That's what we needed. <laughs> We needed to slow it down after that barn burner we just sat through. Uh, both men stagger into each other multiple times in this match. Uh, when Booker T gets advantage, the crowd is kind of booing him. That was interesting to hear. They're buying the storyline. Yes, they are. That He's in the bag for the NWO, baby. Uh, Booker T hits a top rope drop kick, but Scott Steiner runs down. Scott trips Booker T and then allows Rick to hit the Steiner Bulldog for the one, two, three. Your new TV champion, Rick Steiner. Yep, another one I wrote down first, and I was like, nope, changing that. That goddamn Big Papa Pump just just middling in things he doesn't belong in. I uh, liked it. Booker T would have got away with it. Match yeah, went eleven oh eight. It was a two and a quarter. Uh, it was. I expect more from these two. Yeah. It didn't deliver. Uh, for me, the match was slow. It looked like both men were off. Um, like, why not just work it like a Steiner or Harlem Heat match without the tag partners? Just, like, be physical. Yeah. That's what you two can do. And it, it's WCW that we have another match that somebody comes in and helps somebody that you weren't really thinking that would happen. You were thinking Stevie Ray, but Scott Steiner came out instead. Mm-hmm. What he's doing, I don't know, but we'll see. Uh, and here we go. Yep. Recap of Gorgeous George versus Charles Robinson. Uh, we get that, but then we go backstage with Rick looking for Scott. He runs into Buff, telling him, good luck tonight. Be careful. So They must, they must have borrowed the Doyos flashing red light. <laughs> Let's go to our next match. Charles Robinson with Ric Flair, Asia. You see, Asia's bigger than China. 
I see what you did there. Not see what they did there. Versus That's why she's named it. It's terrible. <laughs> versus versus gorgeous gorgeous George with Macho, Miss Madness, and Medusa. First off, Charles Robinson comes out dressed up like Flair. How, how money was that? God, God, God damn it. He got the Flair haircut, got the uh, robe, got the tan. His I, robe says Little Nature Boy on the back. He could have been, he could have been world champ with that tan. Robinson with all the Flair mannerisms. It was awesome. It was amazing. He had to be the happiest motherfucker right? on earth that night, dude. Getting to wear a robe, dude. Come on. Uh, like one, imagine Corey if like they brought you in for a match, you get to wear like Randy Savage's boots. Like I, I would, yes. Come on, dude. Yes, please. Like Jesus. One thing I did not like is the fact that Sir Gorgeous George comes out as, dressed up as a cheerleader, mm-hmm. but in her entrance, you think she should be the out in front? She's in the match, right? No, no she's in back behind all other three people, yeah. and I was like, no. all right, you're helping that. Uh, Someone didn't want to be the center of attention. However, I say bullshit because you wouldn't have got that boob job right. if you didn't want to be the center of attention. It, it, uh, to me, it looks like George is there to root on Macho instead of looking prepared for the match. Um, well, yeah, that's the whole. Yeah, that's all. She's not. Neither one of them are supposed to be prepared for the match. That's the storyline. They're not athletes. Oh no, they're not supposed sir, to be ready, sir. We've been getting uh, gorgeous George promos of her working with Medusa, that's so awesome. she. Those are some awesome videos, too. Oh, yeah. uh, before the match, Rocky inspiring. Uh, before the match, Flair gets on the mic and says that he's always wanted Medusa to ride Space Mountain. Tells Medusa to Miss Madness his hotel room. Um, little Nature Boy gets on the mic and says after he makes George submit, he's going to pick her up and have her ride Little Space Mountain. Jesus. God damn it. <laughs> so awesome. Um uh, Macho tells them that George is going to kick both, uh, kick their ass, and I love the fact that they both flip out, and L- Little Nate is doing the exact same <laughs> flare. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, flip out. Oh, I loved it. Fantastic. Uh, Robinson with the flare struts around the ring. Tony's dumbfounded when both of them start doing arm bars and wrist locks. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, George puts full nail, uh, put Little Nate in a full Nelson and Snapmere takeover, and Tony is. Losing it now. When was the last time you saw Full Nelson? <laughs> it's been a while. Bobby Lashley now. Yeah. Uh, Robinson's on the outside losing, and Flair and Macho have her stare down in the ring. Flair tries to give Robinson words of encouragement. Flair gives uh, gives him a chair. Miss Madness runs around and grabs the chair, but then Robinson hits Miss Madness and then scoop slams her. Loved it. Robinson and the ref get into it, and the ref, Johnny Boone, shoves Robinson to the ground. Just like Flair does yep. with any yep. other ref. <laughs> uh, Robinson's using Flair moves, a double axe handle, uses the ropes to choke George. Robinson hits one of Flair's chops and then struts, but George then throws Robinson in the corner and hits some Flair chops of her own. George then throws Robinson into the turnbuckle. Robinson then does the flip over the top turnbuckle, ducks the clothesline, goes to the top rope to do the double axe handle from the... But George grabs him and throws him. At this point, I was ready to give him the belt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got that tan. <laughs> I was loving this. Asia gets involved by grabbing George's knee. Uh, Medusa runs over and kicks Asia in the head. Flair and Asia and Medusa get into it while the, on the outside while the ref is trying to break it up. Charles starts working on the knee of George, does some of Flair's submissions, the knee drop. 
then puts George in the uh, figure four. George reverses it. Asia gets on the apron to distract the ref. Rick gets into the ring, and Macho gets in the ring, punches him out of the, out of the ring. Macho then low blows Robinson and then scoop slams him, allowing George to hit a second rope elbow drop for the win. This match went 10-39, and I'll, I'll say this. I loved it. Flair went apoplectic at the three count. <laughs> Uh, I, I I kind of slightly warned you guys. You guys were shitting all over this when it was announced. And I was like, hey, you just wait. You just wait. It's, I ha- I it's had definitely s- the funnest match on this card. Oh, for sure. I had a smile on my face the entire <laughs> match. Um, Robinson killed it. Yeah, no. Uh, so much so that, I mean... Uh, spoiler, he, he's my most valuable. Oh, he, he, he it's yeah, same. It's, yeah. it's him. Um, this match was a lot of fun. Um, Robinson did a great job cosplaying Flair. Oh, yeah. It was ridiculous. I only, I mean, I still, because they're not athletes and it wasn't particularly like a fun, I mean, it wasn't like watching Flair and Savage work. Uh, I went two and a half, but that's like, it sounds less, but it's, for two guys who weren't, for two people who yeah. have never wrestled before, that's a great rating. The two and a half is not indicative of how great the match was. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. so fun. Like, they knocked it out of the park. They did. I, I like the fact that WCW was, was able to hide things. Mm-hmm. So you get Flair, you get Asia, you get Macho, you get everybody involved in some shape or form, mm-hmm. too. How, uh... Do you think Flair and Savage put the match together? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's no way Nash had anything to do with this. Or it would have ended with George giving him a handy or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, While he's, like, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> I lost it all. Dude, when he did the fucking flip up, when the he did, I lost it. Come on, man, so good. I can you lost imagine getting it. to cosplay your idol with your idol in your corner watching you do it? God damn, that had to be a highlight. Oh yes, I love this match. I did too. everything about it. Uh, we get a promo for the U.S. title. Bagwell and Steiner's oh, promo work against each other from something I loved. To Latino buff. Let's go to our next match. As it's for the US TV US title the match. The US TV title? I wish. US title match as it's Buff Bagwell versus Scott Steiner. Not to be confused with the Canadian TV title. Yeah. To me, this felt like a triple threat match. A hey. <laughs> uh, triple threat match as it's Buff versus Scott versus Scott and the fans. Yeah, well, you know. You know, yeah, how it is. Uh, match show, the match shows how the, they, uh, how, uh, they feel about Scott's feeling about Buff because during the time when Scott's beating the crap out of Buff, he's yelling at the fans. Uh, well, I mean, I I wouldn't take Buff that seriously either. I, perfect it time just to, shows. It just shows, yeah. Perfect time to have a feud with the fans yeah. while you're taking on this jabe. Uh, Scott grabs a chair and takes a swing, but Buff ducks and clotheslines the chair into Scott's face. I Buff, feel like Buff Bagwell should come out to wake me up before you go-go by wham. Uh, Buff goes for a clothesline, but Scott grabs the ref, and then uh, Buff takes both men down. Rick Snyder then runs down and tells Buff to go the top rope as he grabs the chair. Uh, then Rick hits Buff with the chair. Scott puts Buff in the Steiner recliner while Rick wakes up the ref for the win. This match went 7-11. It's not good. I uh, gave I gave it two and a quarter. Like it, to me, it's about 
it's the mirror image of the TV title match. It was like, eh, eh, to right. me, this felt like a long squash match. It was just the fact that Scott doesn't give a flying fuck about Buff. Well, apparently those in charge don't either because... This was a seven-minute squash. This wasn't booked to be competitive. It was not. And, like, I mean, they fucked up and they didn't make Buff face when he came back. Like, they fucked up royally. So now um, the fans don't care about him. He doesn't care about this character he's playing. Scott really doesn't fucking care about who he's facing. Well, let's... I mean, let's be honest, though. They're... You're you're right. I said it too last year. They, I mean, they, it's right there. Make him a sympathetic babyface. However, the buff Bagwell character isn't likable. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, like you, sh- he should be a heel. Nobody wants to cheer that guy. No. He's a fucking dick. Um, but he's not good at being a heel. Like he's like the the actor's the wrong word to use. The performer <laughs> is not good at it. So it falls flat on that angle. But Steiner, huh? Rick? Uh, the Rick and Scott beat up Buff after the match, but they celebrate together. So it looks like they're back together. So the one thing I liked, um, you know, they did a whole storyline based around, Booker, your brother is going to fucking help you win and all that. You guys are obviously back together. Right. And the whole time it was the Steiners, the which nobody saw coming because, of course, they didn't. I mean, Scott was never around. No. So nice little little turn there, and I I'm all for it because one, Rick needs a fresh coat of paint, and the Wolfpack is not a thing. Yeah, so, so you might as well just put the Steiner back. Scott in that Hill Hill Steiner Brothers team. That's unique. Fine, I'm good yeah. with it. Let's go. Uh, we get a montage of Goldberg now. God damn it! You can't have Gene talk. <sighs> uh, commentary: They're shocked that the Steiner Brothers are back together. Uh, then they take their picks on who's winning the uh, match between Goldberg and Sting. Um, then we get a promo for the main event of both montages of DDP and Nash. Why? But then they throw in Goldberg <sighs> and kill Sting. <laughs> Got to kill time. So they're pu- then we go to Ric Flair. Uh, the promo they played on Nitro and Thunder. Flair not had, doesn't have the right right to be president of WCW. Flair going to the mental hospital. Uh, Not enough Triple A in the show for me. When they show this promo, I honestly forgot there was a match between Piper and Flair. Well, it's because Flair already worked his ass off in the, <laughs> yeah. a match too. Like that's one thing we didn't talk about that match is like it's the one match Flair cared about. Tonight. The the two people <laughs> right, of the two he was in tonight, yeah. that was by far the one he cared about. Yeah. Uh, the two people in the ring did a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. George for no experience at all. Robinson, it's one thing to cosplay him, but to go in there and actually do it right. I'm like, that's commendable. Rushed it. But everybody on the outside crushed their parts as well. Mm-hmm. Like, there oh, wasn't yeah. a weak link in that match anywhere, including the ref. Yeah. Like, so Flair's already, well, she did what she needed to do. <laughs> so Flair's already worked a fucking match. You know, so I, I, yeah, he worked a right <laughs> match. I honestly forgot about, the, about this match. So our next match. Is Ric Flair with Asia and Arn versus Roddy Piper? I had to pause it for a minute because I'm going to go get a drink. One hour left. Yep. And we have three matches. Now I'm like, not exactly lucha matches. No. I'm like, so. what? And you know, Sting and Goldberg is not going long. Nope. So, really, there's two matches that are going to have to eat that time. And it's not... Yeah, it shouldn't be this one. And one of them has Roddy Piper in it. 
Well, we'll find out. So, winner of this match becomes president of WCW. Uh, Little Nate comes out and tells Johnny Boone that he's the ref. Flair then fires Boone. For, that was uh, awesome. <laughs> he's the ref, you're fired. Uh, odd call for having both men wearing blue. Right. Uh, yeah, you know. Flair has multiple colors. Flair should have known. Piper only wears blue. Piper wears blue. And we're wearing blue on blue. But also Flair's like, fuck you. Like, yeah. I'm fucking Ric Flair, bitch. Uh, Rick why, Fla- why has everybody been cowtown to Piper since he got yeah. to the WWE? Right. Uh, Flair hits a low blow. That's like, hold on. That's, that's actually a very good question, sir. Like, why are we bending <laughs> over backwards for Ra- for Roddy fucking Piper in late nineties? Right. Like, you're not Hogan. You're not Flair. You're not Sting. Like, who the fuck are you? You're fuck you. It's because he's like, on Walker Texas Ranger as a you got bitched wrestler. out by Goldust. Go fuck off. Like, yeah, he wasn't exactly coming in hot either. Like, yeah. fuck off. Like. <laughs> The names. That's, that's a good point, sir. I mean, I'll I'll give him this. The Starcade '96 buy rate with him and Hogan was huge. Mm-hmm. Was fucking huge. So but, I mean, it's not like he didn't he didn't justify the paycheck. But why, like the omnipotent booking? Why is he like God in WCW? Like, is he undefeated? No, no. So Hogan pinned him, and Flurry, I think, was pinned him. That's about it. So he's damn near. But let's be honest, dude. Flair should have Piper's booking. Yeah. If you're looking at a WCW standard. For sure. It should be Flair. It should be. Uh, There's a part of this match that Flair hits a low blow on Piper. Piper calls over Little Nate and tries to tell him what happened. Flair then calls Robinson over (laughs) and tells Piper they choked. That tells Robinson that Piper choked him. So then Robinson loses it and tells (laughs) Piper to knock it off. (laughs) Again, he's still on fire. <laughs> uh, Arn uh, distracts Charles and lets Asia uh, in and uh, knees uh, Piper in the groin. Robinson does a pin count and Robinson stops, but it looks like Flair doesn't kick out. Piper has a pin and then all of a sudden it's like one, two. Well, of course he doesn't kick out. The ref is in Flair's pocket. He yeah, he's not going to count to three. Yeah, it, it just at that like it just looked odd. Yeah, you know. Um, Flair doesn't kick out, so then Robinson does it again. Uh, Piper tries to do a sunset flip over the top rope. Mm, that was mm. that was ambitious. <laughs> uh, Piper has Flair in a backslide pin in the, and a roll-up, but Robinson gets distracted by Arn. Uh, Piper has Flair in the figure four, and Robinson's asking Flair if he wants to give up, but then... Uh, Flair does, uh, but then Flair does. He says he gives up, but then Arn comes in and knee drops Piper. This is when commentary is losing their mind because they think they heard Piper, uh, they thought they heard Flair say, I quit, I, I, I give up. Uh, Piper puts the sleeper on Arn and then Flair attacks Piper. Piper then puts Flair in the sleeper and then Asia comes in and punches Piper. Piper then decides to kiss Asia and then puts her in a sleeper hold. Um, I, this is where I wrote or thought Piper went to the Joey Ryan school of uh, dealing with women. Touch it. Uh, yeah. Force yourself on them first, then drag them unconscious. The Joey Ryan technique. <laughs> hey. Uh, Robinson uh, stops that. Uh, stops that. Flair, Piper punches Robinson. Uh, Flair pulls something out. Official, of his, sir. How dare yeah. you? Uh, Flair pulls something out of his trunks and hits Piper with it. Robinson makes the count for the one, two, three. Match goes 12-10. What do you think of the match before we move on to what happens after the match? I thought the match was pretty good considering. 
Um, I was not expecting a lot coming mm. into this. I hadn't seen this paper in years, but I, I don't know why. I just assumed this was terrible. And it's while a it, fair assumption. And while it wasn't great, it wasn't terrible. I actually gave it two and three quarters. I thought they both worked hard. Have they ever wrestled before? Like like back in the day, like yeah. WWF, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they've yeah they feuded in '91 in WWF. Uh, they feuded way back '70s and early '80s in Mid Atlantic. Who were those matches? From what little I've seen, they were badass. Because Fly, for all the crap we give Piper, 80s Piper oh, he could go. was ridiculous. Yeah. And um, I love anytime I get to see footage of Flair from like 78 yeah. through 81. It's fucking ridiculous. He's like John Cena shredded. Like it's <laughs> right? fucking weird, He's dude. shredded and he can go. And he's like, <laughs> he's so much more faster and dynamic. Yeah. And he, those chops. It's crazy. Whoa. So after the match, Eric Bischoff comes down to the ring. Oh. Biff, Bischoff says that he screwed some things up around here, but he won't screw anything else up now and tells Piper that he won the match. Piper and Bischoff hug as and tells Flair to bite him. Flair flips out, saying that he's the boss. Piper tells Flair that he's been fired. Uh, Flair loses it and tells people to shut up and yells at a kid. <laughs> um, then Piper's like, this is the first time I'll ever say this and probably last, but thank you, Eric. So here, I actually think they missed the boat here after this night. This is obviously Bischoff becoming face again because, goddamn, something's got to be done. Um, <laughs> they didn't go with it. Really? Like, you would think, you know what, a good way to, a good way to kind of right the wrong of this shit, maybe? Let's give Bischoff power again, but this time as a face. As a face. No, no hijinks, no bullshit, just a face. That could have been fresh. That could have been unique. They didn't do it. Are they making him face because Vince's face now? Yeah. Well, that's just it, that's just it though. Like, and, and brother isn't there. Other than, like, to, to spoil, other than, like, a few appearances over the next month, nothing, it doesn't lead to anything. Hmm. Uh, I thought the match was okay. A little slow at points. Yeah. But once again, it's Arn and, I mean, it's, it's little Nate killing it. Oh, yeah, the fucking Arn, Arn helped too by yeah, he hey good. hey Nate come little boy yeah come on, Nate come had yeah. his working boots on oh god he did, he did. we get a, we go from that to a promo of Sting and Goldberg you know what I'm happy about though before you go to this yes I'm happy that nobody in power has ever shown Vince this shit or Robinson would be a heel referee tomorrow again oh my god dude like 19 years and they've never done this he's never seen has this. nobody seen this he in did 19 the one years? old school raw yeah which is the first because i never watched this as the first time i saw it, i was like oh that's fucking funny he looks like yeah. a player i didn't know this shit happened yeah until like now so now <laughs> it like really makes me laugh when i think about that that raw so our next match sting versus goldberg off two weeks uh build uh goldberg tries to do a slam on sting but it's sad this is a fucking kill main event. But then Sting tries to reverse the slam into an arm takedown, but slips and just falls to the mat. Sting goes for a running face buster, but Goldberg turns at him, so Sting works with what he has. Uh, Sting tries to put Goldberg in the line tamer. That looks awkward. Uh, They're really close to the ropes, and Goldberg kicks Sting out of the move, and Tanae yells like, look at the strength of Goldberg! And it's like, no, he was literally right next to the ropes. Um, Goldberg goes for a spear in the corner, but stumbles, or he's selling a knee injury. Anyone on that one? Mm. I'm just going to go with stumbles. Uh, Sting hits a couple uh, stinger splashes, but Goldberg somewhat hits a spear with one of them. 
Uh, he grabs, he basically just grabs um, Sting out of the air and hits the spear. Uh, then the crowd looks right, and hey, look, there's somebody coming down the ring. Oh, look, it's Bret Hart with a chair. Bret hits Goldberg in the head with the chair and then attacks uh, Goldberg's knee with the chair. This match went 8 minutes and 17 seconds. Uh, Corey, what do you think before I move on to what happened after the match? You guys didn't think there'd be a decision, did you? No. No. Uh, this was always what was going to happen. Um, it's all right. I gave it two stars. So as um, Sting is either one or two my favorite wrestlers of all time list, mm-hmm. I, I go back and forth with another gentleman. Hogan? No. <laughs> um, Steamboat. This Sting, I don't know, can lead a match that well. Because clearly he would have been the one calling everything, and I yeah. just, it was just very, very off for me. I feel like Sting is probably much more suited as the uh, the guy taking the the instruction. Uh, for me, this match kind of highlights the fact that Goldberg only knows five moves. Uh, He's beloved, Joe. He can't just know five moves. He only knows five moves. Uh, Sting, as I, I wrote this down, my note, Sting is trying to make chicken salad out of chicken shit with He's this trying. match. Um, and once again, we get another another run-in by someone who has nothing to do with the match. Well, well, well. But he had a feud with Goldberg a month a month ago. And he's tied to Sting. But then... Match the kick. But then... And then the Steiner and brothers then, come out... That's what I thought. ...and attack Sting and Goldberg. Yeah. So as I'll tell you now, um, this is Goldberg's last appearance for a while. Um, I, th- I, th- I knew it was this month. And I was trying to figure out when, but this is it. Uh, he walks out of the company uh, during a contract uh, hmm. negotiation. His contract wasn't up, but Goldberg, rightfully so, after the year he'd had, is Deserves like, hey, more I deserve money. more money. I think so. And they Not wrong. <laughs> they, they couldn't come to a deal yet, so he just walks out. Awesome. So Bret Hart comes back to seemingly restart the feud, and Goldberg just walks out that night. Well... Uh, WCW. It's another long list in the history of Bret Hart and WCW. Yep. Just just add it on. Yeah. God damn. And so so with that, you lose Lex Luger. Yep. Scott Hall. Yep. Hulk Hogan. Yep. Now Goldberg. Yep. Um Savage fuck. Savage just came back. Savage just came back. So your main event area, which is where you have a ton of people, but your main event mixture. It's looking thin. Yeah. I mean, you're losing a lot of guys. Giant left. Giant left. Uh, so, I mean, fuck. Uh, for some I reason, you don't have Booker T and Steiner there yet. Yeah. Like, for just... some reason, you've been holding them down. I so know. You he... have Nash and DDP. And Bret Hart's what Bret Hart is. Kind of sting. And yeah. you have Jericho gone. Jericho gone. So, like. Uh, yep. So, have fun with that. This is. <laughs> I couldn't wait to be like, so, guys, you know Goldberg leaves, right? <laughs> like, he's just gone. Uh, Not surprising at all. He has to come all. back to like sometime in July. So he's got over like over two months. <sighs> wow. Maybe you pushed him. That's right, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, like I'm honestly surprised that almost every match besides the hardcore match the and the first realize. match that there is a run in in some shape or form mm-hmm. in almost every match. It's very attitude. Pretty that, uncensored. Yeah, that is that is. Um, 
That is a cancerous side effect of the late 90s wrestling period, attitude era. Whether it's ECW, WWF, WCW. It, it's, it's like the, it was like this in Japan, too, at this time. Was everybody doing it? All Japan did. In fact, in the 90s, All Japan, under Giant Baba, made a decree that... Because uh, Japan was known for countouts and disqualifications okay. to get over guys not jobbing. Okay. But in late 89, Giant Baba was like, you know what? From now on, especially in the main events... Clean finishes. People lose, people win. And so for the entire decade of the 90s in all Japan, there were no screw jobs, there were no count outs, there were no disqualifications. Weird. There were just winners and losers. And it made such a huge difference in the business. Like it interesting. They had a great, they had a great decade of just huge business. Weird. This is like the this is that time frame that it's like people watching can't sit and watch one thing for two minutes. It has to be fast things going boom, boom, Oh, yeah. Boom, well, this boom, was boom, the absolute know? peak of the ADHD yep. crash TV revolution in the late 90s. 99 in particular mm-hmm. was just... Looking at you, I mean, Springer. It was, oh, it was just terrible. Like, I mean, there's a reason... Like, I know they were done by this time, but there's a reason Beavis and Butthead episodes were 15 minutes long mm-hmm. instead of 30. And they broken up with music videos, and they're coming back. Yeah, because the crowd—I mean, people watching—that's they just, just couldn't. couldn't. Uh, so we go to a promo for the main event, as yeah. then we're waiting for a while because they're trying to clean up the ring by cleaning up the main ring. Sting's still in the ring. Uh, in the ring. Uh, we get Buffer, and Buffer has a new dye job. Uh, as then Buffer goes say tonight uh, has been one of the greatest nights in wrestling history, um. and then Tony goes, "Hey." That's my line. <laughs> first ever uh, Nitro. First ever Nitro uh, Shivani appearance on pay per view. Shoot on buffer. Love hey, it. Hey, that's my line. So let's go to our main event for the World Heavyweight Championship, as it's Kevin Nash versus DDP. Uh, DDP spends most of uh, the beginning of the match trying to stay on the outside of the ring. Uh, DDP has clips in his trunks and cuts off a turnbuckle. Uh, Nick Patrick notices it. While Nick Patrick looks confused, DDP grabs a mic and hits Nash within the head. Can we take a moment to talk about Nick Patrick's mullet ponytail? Oh, I love it. Oh, mustache. DDP's rocking it too now. Yeah, I'm going to need you to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I will talk to the uh, hairstylist. Oh, can, those, can you be you just do it? Oh, can sir. you be a 1999 Nick Patrick referee for Halloween this year? I, I would love to. It it oh. would be an honor. How many refs can we do for Halloween? Who could be little Nate? The little bitch. Little Absolutely. Bitch. Um, I'll be your Hudner. I got it. I'll, I'll screw somebody over. <laughs> uh, Nash throws DDP into the, the exposed turnbuckle. DDP hits Nash with the diamond cutter on the outside. DDP then covers Nash, but then Nick Patrick's like, "You gotta make the cover inside the ring." And Nash DDP yells, "I thought this was a falls count anywhere match." Maybe taking a shot at WWF. I don't know. Talk to the Booker. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey Book, ask him. <laughs> hey Booker, is this falls count anywhere? Yeah. Uh, Page attacks Nash's knee. Uh, DDP uses the post to ram Nash knee uh, to ram Nash's knee into it. DDP is going to go for the figure four that knocked out Hogan, but uh, Nash rams DDP into the post with his legs. Um, then all of a sudden the crowd turns and to see to see something, but we don't know what. Uh, fight. 
Nash jackknives DDP, but Macho Man runs down and attacks Nash. Macho hits Nash with the belt. Eric Bischoff comes out with Doug Dillinger. Bischoff has Dillinger kick Macho out. Eric wants the match to finish. He doesn't care if the higher-ups don't like this. Call him on Monday. DDP gets a chair and tries to hit Nash with it, but Nash moves and Paige hits the rope, and then the chair ricochets and hits DDP in the face. Softer than what The Rock did to himself when he faced Mankind. Uh, DDP grabs the chair, but Nash boots it in his face, and then Nash hits another jackknife powerbomb for the win. This match went 18-23. It's the longest match mm. of the night. Mm. Bobby's selling the Nash win like it was Goldberg winning it for the first time. The, yes, yes, yes. And it's just like, I'm going to go get some more champagne. It was what He was selling it like. What did I, what did I give this Yeah, what did you give this match? What did I give this thing? Um, oh, I gave Sting Goldberg two if I didn't say that. Um, I yeah. gave this two and three quarters. It was, you know, it was technically there. It, was, it wasn't god awful, but it wasn't great. It didn't set the world on fire. Um. Let's let's take a moment and assess uh, DDP as world champion. It only lasted a month, but what do you guys give it? It only lasted a month, kind of, because it was a break. It felt yeah. like it felt longer. It <laughs> did it. Yeah, I'll give him credit. He managed to make a one month length feel longer. It felt like March of 2020 with his title reign. <laughs> right, <laughs> um, fucking in. The reign was, of terror is over. I thought it, his run was okay. Is that his but, last one? No, no, there's more. There's more. Um. I thought it was okay, but I just think it was them trying to turn him heel. It just didn't work at this time because he still didn't know what to do. He sure defended it enough times. He she defended it more than that TV title. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it was on the show. But uh, now we're back to Kevin Nash. DDP doesn't. I'll be honest. DDP doesn't feel like he's gonna remain a main event world title level dude. Felt very transitional champion. Yeah. between Flair and so uh, like. Nash. So you're looking at what? You're looking at Nash, Savage, Sting, Flair. You could always put Flair back up there. Although it seems like he's busy. Hey, that's it. He got fired. Because everybody else we've listed yeah. is gone. Steiner, Booker T aren't there. Damn. You have those three and kind of Flair. Nice. I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to uh, Kevin Nash, Randy Savage, or Kevin Nash Sting matches. Those don't and sound great. How loaded was Spring Stampede from Dude. a star point of view? Let me ask you, Corey. How loaded was Spring <laughs> Stampede from a star point of view? It was really loaded. And now look, a month later, and you're like, mm, there's some slim You know pickings. what it was, Joe? I know what it is. I figured it out. Because they were like, WCW was like, we're going to be bad guys. But Corey's coming. We can't have a bad yeah, show with Corey's here. We have to do one it. more. They knew it. Hogan's like, I'll, I'll gut it up for half a match. He's a good dude. brother. Yep, Gotta have it. A good brother in the house. Corey left the arena, and Jesus Christ, they burnt the fucking building to the ground. <laughs> yes, they did. Uh, <laughs> so, our next WCW pay per view is the Great American Bash in June. Yep. So, hmm. boys. Yeah. Jaw. Which pay per view would you rather want to watch this month? Well, the other ones haven't, haven't happened, happened yet. Oh. So. I'm so thinking the last one. This one. This oh, one. I would pick Spring Stampede for April. Yeah. Um, this one. Spring Stampede again. Yeah. <laughs> so. Can we bring it back? <laughs> Let's do the rate, uh, buy rates. Oh, God. Hold this on. Is, I like this part now. I, I, I like the guess now. All right. Uh, so let me do. Look at last year's. Last yeah. year's. Point seven three. What was last okay. year's minimum? That was Hall turning on Nash in the tag match against Sting and Giant, where Giant had already just joined the black and white. Sting was dumbfounded. <laughs> 
And everybody was turning on everybody, <laughs> yeah. and nobody knew what the fuck was happening. That's point seven three. Point seven three, and I'll, I'll should I give you backlash so you can try to yeah. Go ahead. Backlash man. for this year for WWF a one point zero six. What's not getting that? I am gonna guess if I may guess first. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna guess a point five three. Both wrong, but both close. Point four three. Oh, oh, holy fuck. You lost .30 by rates. You do me a favor. Spring yeah. Stampede, what was it? Um, Spring Stampede. That's I remember it not being as good as we thought it was. No, no, I, I knew it was point good. Six but, something? But let's look at, let's look at right? WCW from month to month. What, what uh, did April to May? Where are you, Spring Stampede? Point six zero. Point six. It almost dropped point .2. Dog. Full point .2. It's almost... What, 33% less pay-per-view buys? Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. In Fuck, a one-month one month span. I thought mo- losing from point seven three to 5.3 would be bad. Uh, Good. Brother Lord. might have a point. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And while this wasn't the Great Shakes, I mean, it did have star power. It had star power. Like, it wasn't the dirt worst pay-per-view I've ever seen. It, 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 it just, was entertaining. It just basically point. has match. It has stars, but Not matches. Not doing star things? Well, no. Uh, there's a famous Houston promoter, Paul Bosch. Mm-hmm. And he had a great, he had a great uh, saying that cut through all the bullshit that most promoters would have, including himself. He's like, you could always blame the weather, sport, other sporting events that are popular, um, pandemics, anything. You can blame anything. But at the end of the day, you didn't give the fans matches they wanted to watch. Yep. And that's the truth. God you damn. had the stars. Goddamn, pal. But you didn't put them in an order that people wanted to see. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of, mm-hmm. that's a good segue. <laughs> it's award show time. Almost. How would you fix that, Corey? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I forgot. <laughs> Corey, how would you fix it? If you were to take Paul Bosch's advice. <laughs> and I, I tried, I thought about it. Uh, so burn it and watch Memphis. <laughs> yeah, just watch Memphis. You keep you keep the Robinson mm-hmm. George match. Um, that's the best build they had to the pay per view. Was that feud? Yeah, it is. Um, this one's tricky because you'd have thought with the history they had, and the fact that it's a first time match that Buff and Scott would have been mm-hmm. a bigger deal. Yeah. DDP and Nash isn't exactly the world title match that I want to see but I couldn't figure out who to replace Nash with because it was clear you need to take the belt off Paige. Sting, I mean, you just did it two weeks ago. You can't do it again. Goldberg's walking out of the door. So what do you do? Do they know at this point he was leaving? I don't know if they knew for sure, but they were grumblings. I mean, they'd already had go-arounds with lawyers and shit like that about the money. So it wasn't surprising. So I guess uh, what what you could have done is... uh Replace um, Nash with Goldberg and have Bret Hart screw Goldberg anyways. But that doesn't get the belt off page. Which was something you needed to do. True. So they were almost kind of, they were just kind of stuck. Yeah. It was like a damned if you do, damned if you don't. So there was no real, there was no real fix this month. Damn. So I have a question, Corey. Yeah. Let me think about why you were running that down. Hindsight being 2020. Mm Mm-hmm. Kind of. It doesn't really work, I guess, because the answer would be yes if you did it that way. If this had been Vince, mm-hmm. knowing the way he books, doesn't Gorgeous George and Charles go on last? Kind of like LT Bigelow. 
such a weird match, but it's the one you built to. Yes and no. Um, he, that's definitely a move he would do. But I feel like this time, with LT, you've got an experienced athlete, mm-hmm. and you've got at least one guy in the match with experience with Bam Bam to lead him through. Here, you've got two non-athletes who neither have ever had a match, and you have no idea how good the train's going to go. Yeah. So if that gets on last and it's an all-time stinker, well, you really pissed off that fan base. You might have burned that city to the ground. That's fair. To use an old term. Um, having said that, the way it worked out would have been a fantastic end. Um, would you even? So, how about this? How about not last, but second to last? Coming. Yeah. So I guess that kind of goes to my next question. I was going to ask you. Uh, how, so if you weren't going to change necessarily the people on the card, how would you reformat the card? I'm a believer that the world title needs to go on last. It's fair. Uh, so that still stays. I do move George and Robinson to co-main. However, they couldn't do that either, you know, because they had to put Piper and Flair after. Piper, yeah. So really, you couldn't have even have done that. So really. And they're not moving Goldberg and Sting to third. Yeah. Like, so really, there's no, there's no way to really fix Christ, the order. They booked themselves into a corner there, didn't for, they? For what they booked themselves into, they pretty much Ooh, nailed their order on this paper. Fuck, man. Yeah. Hate to see it. I hate, hate to, t- to see it. I can't wait to see what Great American Bash brings us. Jesus Christ. Can't wait. But first, let's do the award show times for Corey. Yeah. Give me some sweet, sweet tunes or something. Or something. Welcome to the Dog Pound. It's terrible. Welcome to Jungle. Worst match of the night. Worst match of the night. Bam Bam and Brian Knotts. I got to go Conan Stevie. Conan Stevie. Nope. Conan was on a different level. I would say neither one of us are wrong. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Best match of the night. Charles Robinson and George. Charles George. Robinson 100%. and George. Yep, 100%. 100%. No disrespect to that triple threat tag team. And that was, my, that was the only other yeah. option, honestly, was yeah. that. Loved it. Uh, I think, like, to start, I had that written down, but, like, while that is technically a better match, yeah. like, yeah. this was this George George. MVP. Charles Robinson. Charles Robinson. Charles Robinson. <laughs> and after answering those, can you imagine how this pay-per-view goes if that match isn't on the card? Um, It's up there with December to Dismember. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Charles Robinson. All Charles there. Robinson killed it. God Boots, damn. tan, haircut, struts, mannerisms, everything. He was nailing it tonight. Yep. Modib. Conan. He was so bad. He was yep. so bad, he made Steve Array look like Booker T. Ooh. Buff. Yep. He was bad, too. What an ass. Uh, how dejected are you if you're Buff Bagwell? In your mind, you're an egotistical son of a bitch. In your mind, you're the hottest shit. Yep. You just turned baby face. Yep. You're going to get mauled by pussy everywhere. Mm-hmm. Men are going to want to be you. Crowds are going to chant for your the name. men who want to be you and the women who come to see you? No, it should be men and men. Are you ready for the buff? Uh... Crowds are gonna chant your. Na- You're the new Goldberg. Who? Crowds are gonna chant your name from the time they get to the Buh. arena. Yeah, Buffy, mm. Buffy. Is that Michelle Gellar? And then, but this is actually what happens. Yep. A wet fart. Yep. And you're no. You're not even near as over as the guy who's the hill that you're taking on. Mm-hmm. And your big baby face turn is already fizzled out completely. How do you yep. feel? Not great. Not, gr- not good, Bob. I just wondered. 
Uh, WTF? <laughs> I'll go first since no one said it. Um, boy, from well, one month I to have the my next. MOA did, but it's tied to my WTF, so I was going to wait until oh, okay. I did it all at once. I knew that, too. That's why I said something. Yeah. Um, boy, from one month to the next. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The tale of two companies. Imagine you went to that show live, Corey. Oh, I would, that would have <laughs> broke me. That would have broke me. Other than Robinson, I'd have been like, what the fuck? Oh. Um, they put this in a dome. A, a uh, dome. Sir, sir, half a dome. It's still a dome. It's like um, Alamo Dome where they put the curtain down. <laughs> yeah, uh, not good. This was terrible. Um, I hadn't watched this show in... God, um, 15 to 16 years at least. Hmm. It's better than I remember it being. Mm-hmm. I will say that. And not to be spoiler, but it's better than either pay-per-view DOF gives us this month. So there's that to look forward to. Hmm. Uh, yeah, no, no doubt. This is the best pay-per-view of May, Joe. <laughs> I will say this before you do your uh, motive. I enjoyed this show for what it was, yeah. but it, there were dull moments. Oh, yeah. But the show was entertaining in points, and I, so, uh, Mr. So my Moa Dib, Moa Dib and WTF is tied to my WTF. Okay, and I will say my Moa Dib is one Dean Malenko for what the fuck, dude? You power bomb Kidman, gentlemen. We have one rule in WCW. What is that rule? You do not power bomb. You can't. Him. What the fuck did he do in that match? He somehow did it. I missed it. Un. <laughs> Fucking believable. <laughs> I missed it watching Dean Malenko. <laughs> it's like if you were the lone gunman. I didn't see it. <laughs> I don't know. Didn't know it. Yeah, Dean Malenko, motherfucker. I'm you don't powerbomb Kidman. Kevin Nash is a powerbomb Kidman. What the fuck are you doing? I, I my WTF should be like Corey. Like, uh, <laughs> you're not, you're not seeing it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> Uh, but no, my like my WTF goes to. The I thought honestly while we were talking about it, like you would have picked up what we were talking about. That's why I didn't want to say anything. But I was just like, "Fucking Dean Malenko, man, Are you kidding me?" Uh, but my WTF goes to the 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 era that we're in of the fact that like we've had eight matches, eight, Let me just nine, nine, nine matches, nine matches, and let's and let's uh, one match. Uh, Bischoff comes down. Next match, bre- match before uh, Sting comes down. Match before that, Bischoff comes down. Match before that, Rick Steiner comes down. Before that, it's the uh, Nate. It's the Custer fucking Rick Steiner. Before uh, that, Scott Steiner Scott comes Steiner. down. Scott Steiner. Before that, it's uh, the hardcore match that no one cares for. Before, before that, that, it's all the NWO members. And then Canyon in the first and match. Canyon, yeah. Yep. So mm. two matches, really one and a half. Yeah. You don't have a run-in or a, you know, just a surprise, hey, I'm starting the feud or starting a new tag partner. Rey Mysterio in the Conan match. So, yep, no. Every it's match had it's, something. It's a product of 99. What does it say about the company as a whole that the best worker tonight was Charles Robinson? Who was close? No. Did you ask No, no. What does it say about the company? What does it say about oh. the company? Well, that's a good point. He was uh-huh. he was the best worker tonight, easily, easily Which is un. Joe wants to watch it again. He's no, like, oh, I, no, I, I we, we're finding the spot. We gotta find you the spot. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> I feel like an idiot because I was literally looking for the dude who did it the whole time. Like I spent most of the night looking at his ass. 
on that road. I'm like, what's he doing? Is he, he, the, doing he was the cameraman at Spring Stampede. Right? He's right around here. Right. Oh, what? No, too um, far. Too far. You're way too far. Jesus. But we're not too far into this month since we have two more pay-per-views. As WDF is giving us two more. And one of Which them, one I did not well, even know about. One of them weighs a lot, if you know what I mean. Like yeah. it's, that's like three podcasts. It's like a sling. Oh, my God. I'm not looking forward to that. So, uh, Corey, what's next on the pay-per-view war story? Well, coming up next week, we have WWF No Mercy in Manchester. What? From Manchester, England. That's not announced. Live only on Sky Box Office. But, luckily for us, available on the award-winning... It's definitely not during the intros, Joe. So I'm pretty sure you missed it. I don't know what's I'll happening. I'll find it. Just watch the match, Joe. <laughs> okay. Um, so yes, it is uh, a Britain-only pay-per-view on the network. So we will watch it. And uh, please, love, if, love you're list- if you're listening to this, please listen to the uh, Monday Night War Stories this week. As, uh, I, want, I want you to hear Joe's reaction to the card when I break it down. <sighs> I cannot wait because I don't know. This. I don't know it. I don't. So, this brings an end to this week's episode of the pay-per-view war stories. We have the Monday Night War Stories coming up. Presents Raw, since for some reason, after what? pay-per-view, let's not do WCW. Playoffs. Yeah. And we don't have Thunder this week, That's so there's no Thundercast. Playoffs again? Playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, you can find all of our lovely shows and words after, at... After NBA killed WCW in 98, they just... Didn't even bother to put up a fight. Like, you can find all that at nosoentertainment.com. Where we have the written words. Like, uh, that's my opinion of Mike Booble. That's me. The dead guy sensei with Jeff Mack. I read a whole bunch of shows and yep. give you the star ratings. A whole lot. Um, I did one this afternoon, motherfucker. Yeah. This Tuesday in Texas. And then um, we have podcasts like the Monday Night War Stories coming up. Monday Night Raw stands alone. The Thundercast takes the week off. This year, Monday Night War Stories, where we talked about Slam Barry 1999. We have the No Sell Podcast, where this week we will go over a bevy of pay-per-views from the weekend, including WWE Uncensored. Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> a horror story or whatever. I don't know. Uh, you can call it what you want. I know what I watched. <laughs> and then we have the Gang Reviews. And that's my pick. This week here on That's My Pick. We are still doing Devin's, Devin's as it's, he does sexiest actors. That's right. So the hot people, the hot people. So you can find all that at nosoentertainment.com. Yeah, you guys are getting hard to follow on that. Um, yeah, it's like it's like me trying to figure out the dates on those old territory wrestling episodes. <laughs> so what happened? Depending on what city you're in, you're either a week before, or a week behind. Uh, Zen just forgot how to. So I, Zen's like a week behind on the uh, podcast via that one alone. So uh, yeah. she posted it on Friday, and she's like, "Oh shit, I forgot to post it." And I'm like, "Okay, well, yeah. so say uh, we're we're good for a week. We're good for a week. <laughs> all right." So you find all that stuff at NoSoEntertainment.com. You can follow all of us on Twitter. You can follow First Billing at that Kfabe guy. You can follow the Living Legend at MTBoo. You can follow me at that Joe Lessel. You can follow the producer at Producer Zen. Follow NoSoEntertainment at NoSoENT. Follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff on iTunes, Twitter, SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, sometimes YouTube, and hopefully Spotify. Uh, give us a thumbs up, thumbs down. Give us something you want. Give us a good review, bad review, any type of review. But like always, 
Corey, must pose. You miss me yet, brother? <laughs> <laughs>